0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Fancy Scientist, a podcast. Today's episode is a surprise to me. I wasn't planning it at all. So here's what happened. Last week I talked about the YouTube video that I made and this YouTube video was in response to another video that had went viral. And this video was of a mountain lion that lots of people claimed was stalking this hiker. So in my YouTube video, I clarified what exactly the mountain lion was doing and if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it yet. We'll get into this. And the person who took the original video of the mountain lion saw my YouTube video and reached out to me. And he wanted to or from his from his experience, he has since learned about wildlife and he or from his from his message to me on Facebook it seems like he is interested in helping wildlife and correcting the story. So I offered to have him on my podcast. I thought it would be a really great idea because it really serves as a learning opportunity for people. And I think more people need to be aware of what the consequences are when these videos of animals go viral. And it's not only people's misconceptions about the animals, but when things like this happen, it increases people's drive to try to get those videos because we're rewarded with the clicks and likes. And these videos have real consequences for animals in the wild. And if you want some deeper podcasting on this, my first two episodes were actually about this, about the animal selfie culture and how to take pictures of animals without harassing them in the field. And I'm sure we'll get to talk about some of that stuff today. So today I talked to Kyle Burgess. He is the one who took the viral mountain lion video and I got some questions from a lot of scientists and wildlife enthusiasts on Twitter, so I'm definitely going to be asking what a lot of people want to know. And we're going to set the record straight about what really happened, and then also learn from this experience. What should we do in the future with wildlife? And what are the real threats to, to mountain lions? And just learn about how amazing they are and we do not need to be scared of them. Okay, so let's run the intro music and then we'll go ahead and get started with the interview with Kyle. Hi, I'm Dr. Stephanie Shuttler, a wildlife biologist who's learned throughout her career studying animals that science alone cannot save species. We need you, In the Fancy Scientist podcast, you'll learn about fun animals, conservation tips, and science advice, all while breaking stereotypes about what a scientist looks like. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. You are either listening today on the Fancy Scientist podcast or my YouTube channel. I'm Dr. Stephanie Shuttler, and I'm all about empowering scientists, inspiring people to conserve our natural world. And today I have a special guest. His name is Kyle Burgess. Is that how you say your last name? Okay, great. Yeah,
1: Kyle Burgess. And,
0: and how, how I got in touch with Kyle is that I created a YouTube video last week about this mountain lion video that went viral. And if you haven't seen it, we'll describe it. But I made a YouTube video correcting um, some of the misinformation out there that the media took from the video. And Kyle reached out to me. He saw my YouTube video and was interested in help correcting those messages as well. And that brings us here today. So welcome, Kyle. I'm so excited to have you.
1: Thanks for having me. This will be this will be fun.
0: Yes. <laughs> now I purposely have not researched you that much or or even the story. Really all I saw was the was the video on Twitter. So I don't even know if I saw the whole video. So why don't you take everyone through what happened exactly?
1: Okay, yeah, perfect. So I'm an avid trail runner, go trail running, go hiking, go backpacking. Love spending my time in the in outside in the outdoors. Kind of what happened was I was going on a trail run. I was doing a full loop. So I was going to end up going one side of the canyon, going to another canyon, coming down, and cutting across.
0: And this is in Utah, right?
1: Correct. Yeah, sorry. This is in in Provo, Utah. And so kind of do that loop, went through, did half the loop, probably about seven miles in is kind of when I encountered some wildlife. Uh, Majority of the time, the wildlife is not on the trail. I usually just pull my phone out. And take some videos of wildlife as I'm either passing, not going out of my way to go closer, but just as I'm passing on the trail, because mm-hmm. I need to go either that way or turn around and go another seven miles the other way. Uh, so I just pull my phone out thinking they were bobcats. I've seen bobcats multiple times on the trail. And they're very non-confrontational, what I've experienced. Uh, they kind of see me, they poke their little ears up, and then they're out of there. Uh, but this time was a lot different, obviously, as I kind of take a few steps forward to these baby cubs you see on the trail
0: so uh, they're they're baby bobcats yeah,
1: i thought they were baby bobcats
0: and there were what um, like three three of them or
1: when i r- originally popped up on them come running down this hill i ran into four and they just kind of dispersed and then the two didn't really see me so then i kind of that's when i pulled my phone out this is before i see mom this is before yeah I knew they were cougars because i've never seen a cougar before never encountered cougars and don't know a lot about cougars.
0: Okay. So you're running on this trail and then you, and the cats, like they scatter in front of you. Is that what happens? So you're running towards them by accident.
1: So running towards them because I'm going down the trail. Yeah. Okay. Going in that direction, if that makes sense.
0: And then you just kind of stopped. Did you go closer to the kittens at that point?
1: So I stopped, pulled my phone out. I was like, sweet. Maybe I can show my family some wildlife that I see on the trail. I do that Quite often, just because I'm on the trail <laughs> out in the mountains and stuff like that. I did take a few steps forward before I did realize, okay, these are not bobcats and these are cougars, which is super cool because I've never seen them in real life. But then I also thought in my head, oh crap, mama has to be near. But at that point, when I did that whole realization in my head, it was way too late and mama was already, mama was already coming after me.
0: Oh, close. Did you get to her?
1: so so, yeah, she came to me practically (laughs) so what happened was as i'm backing up one little kittens actually starts running towards me because mama's running towards me and then the little baby kitten doesn't know what's happening and runs towards me and i'm backing up as fast as i can getting away from the kittens and obviously trying to get away from the mama cougar and so majority of the video we we stayed at a distance between 10-15 feet but there is a point in which She's doing her bluff charges, her little pounces that she does get within like four to five feet of me.
0: Wow. Yeah. If you haven't seen the video, I'll post it in the show notes and in the YouTube description. It is an incredible display of aggression on behalf of, of the cougar. So, so you had your phone out originally and you were videoing. So you just decided to keep videoing the record the whole time. That's how you got your phone out.
1: So yeah, I just decided to keep recording. Honestly, I almost kind of forgot about my phone at that point in time. And as well as kind of thinking like, well, I'm already videoing, why stop? It wasn't my intention to like, to be like, oh, look, I'm going to get a whole bunch of views on YouTube or anything like that. I didn't really know what I had until I posted it, which was super crazy for me as well. I haven't been one on social media, like crazy, hasn't been like super active, so when I posted this, and some of my buddies kind of like text me and stuff like that, saying, "Well, your video is up to now like a thousand views," and I was like, "Holy cow, that's that's insane!" But
0: and this was your YouTube video. You post, you posted it to your YouTube channel.
1: So Sorry. I originally posted to my Instagram, my IGTV originally. Oh, okay. And then once and stuff got I got big, I then went to the YouTube.
0: Okay. So, so you're backing up from the mountain lion and, uh, and Oh, sorry. When I say cougar mountain lion and puma, they're all the same animals. So sometimes I interchange them. So you're backing up and how long would you say that she followed you for or advanced I, towards you?
1: Yeah. I want to say she was, she was following me for a good 150 feet. Yeah. Maybe a little less.
0: And what was going through your head during this time?
1: There are so many emotions. Like I know the first emotion was, "Oh crap!" Like Kyle effed up. He's now in trouble, and he's scared, and he needs to do something, and he got to get out of the situation. Another another feeling I had was, "Holy cow! That's a cougar! That is so cool!" Like <laughs> I've I've been on trails in, in the mountains for so long, I don't really expect to see cougars because you kind of just hear about them and you know they're cats, and so cats are very stealthy and don't really want confrontation for the most part so to actually see one in real life 10 to 15 feet away from me was just insane so I had this so many different emotions going on in my head obviously the scared factor and the exciting factor but the scaring and me being scared was definitely probably more dominant
0: and then you said I don't want to die today right that's that's what you said (laughs) did did you really think you were going to die? Did you really think that was a possibility or were you thinking, okay, this is just a really aggressive bluff charge?
1: So honestly, like I've heard about mountain mountain lion attacks multiple times, just kind of being in this community of hiking and stuff like that. And I didn't know what she was actually trying to do. Cause I'm not no expert on cougars. I'm just a hiker, just a trail runner. And so I did think I was going to get hurt. That's for sure. I was like, man, okay, well, what's going to happen? Well, I'm either going to end up really mauled or even, yeah, possibly dying. So it, the thought definitely did pass my head.
0: Yeah, it definitely would have passed my head too. <laughs> I've had interactions with, with big, scary wildlife before, but never predators. My My scary interactions were with elephants, where... They charged me, but elephants you can run from. So, for those of you out there who don't know, with predators, you're not supposed to run. And did you know actually how you were supposed to behave if a mountain lion came after you?
1: So, not necessarily. I mean, growing up here in Utah, I was part of the Boy Scouts when I was younger. And in the Boy Scouts, when you go to Boy Scouts, campouts, and stuff like that, the leaders do teach you kind of like, hey, if you do come upon an animal, act big and scary and the animal should go away. And so I kind of just almost almost instinct said, okay, you're big and scary. So I threw my arms up. That's why I was kind of making those dog sounds and growling sounds just to make myself a little bit scarier to hopefully scare the, the cougar away.
0: And you also mentioned in the video that you wished you brought your gun. Uh, is that, did you want to actually shoot to kill the cougar or just shoot in the air and scare it away?
1: That probably would have been really, probably in the moment type of uh, decision that I would have made. But my intention, I think of it now, if I did have my, my firearm with me, it would have been a shot either in the ground to scare it away. I don't like shooting in the air because I don't know where my bullets going, but yeah, it would have been definitely to the side of me, just into the ground to hopefully scare yeah, you, the animal away.
0: You can probably tell I don't own a gun because I'm saying shoot. <laughs> so actually when I camped in Kenya for the first time, we had a, a very I was in a study abroad program and we had a very large group of students. And lions came to our campsite because there was wow. some water overflowing from the bathroom. So they came to drink water. And you have to have Kenya Wildlife Service Guards with you when you camp. And they, of course, have guns. And they shot bullets to try to scare the lions away. And I thought the lions were going to like disperse, be scared out of their minds. And they just like looked at us. Oh. <laughs> Eventually, they went off. They had to keep shooting. But but yeah, it, I, I thought they were going to be really scared. But those animals, well, actually, no. This was this was Savo West National Park. So this is a really big park. They're not as used to tourists. So so yeah. But, but yeah, I would have, I would have felt more comfortable having something that could make a big, scary noise with, with too. So do you regret any of the decisions you made during this encounter?
1: Not necessarily, just because I, I got out without being hurt and the mountain lion got away without getting hurt and went back to her cubs.
0: Yeah. And I, so i have a big scientist wildlife biologist following and some of them were very angry towards you <laughs> and some of them were were nice to you as well because not everyone knows how to act around animals and of mm-hmm. course you came across those those cubs by accident but honestly a lot of the things that you did were were correct like like yelling towards the animal and making yourself look big that i mean that was hard to tell from the video but people recommended that you should have thrown something too. Did you, I think you did though, throw something at some point in the video.
1: So that was at the very end. I, Cause every other time I either try to like stoop down to grab a rock or even made myself just a tiny bit smaller. That's when she did her pounces. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I just need to stay up, stay big so that she doesn't do her pounces. And I'll wait for a better time for me to actually bend down and grab a rock.
0: Yeah. Because if you bend down, that can actually trigger them. So people were thinking maybe you had like something on you, you could throw even your phone. I wouldn't have thrown my phone because I wouldn't want to have been without my phone. I don't know if you get service out there or not, but you know, in case you were injured. So, okay. So you posted this video on your Instagram and YouTube and it took off. What what are you, if anything, like most upset about that people are saying about the video or the media has said about the video or you as a person?
1: So to be completely honest, when I posted it, obviously, I don't know a lot. I didn't know. I'll correct myself. I didn't know a lot about mountain lions or cougars. And yeah, I didn't know if she wasn't attacking me. I didn't know if she was not stalking or, or everything like the news agencies, as I saying, right? So now that I do know, whenever I do have do oh, excuse me, whenever I've done interviews, I've kind of like corrected them saying, no, I didn't think she was out to kill me, but she was definitely trying to get me away from her cubs. And she was doing what she was supposed to do. And I think it's kind of like my point now that I'm trying to get across talking to you and other people doing other interviews and other podcasts, is saying, yes, they're dangerous animals, but they're not out to kill us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that I was worried about from seeing this video is you you don't know the context of it and if you're a wildlife biologist, you you know can tell that's really not how mountain lions hunt. They they do so stealthily and they don't really go after humans. There's very mm-hmm. very, very very few attacks. You're extremely lucky to see a mountain lion. Like you said this is your first time and you run there frequently. But that's the thing that I worry about is that a lot of the media headlines were saying this animal was stalking you. And yes, it was advancing towards you, but it wasn't like stalking to kill you unless unless you were going to mess with her babies.
1: Correct. She's just pushing me away.
0: Yeah. The one thing though that I think maybe a lot of people don't know is like you said that she wasn't hurt in the process. And this is something that I just encourage everyone to do when they're around animals and their, and their babies is you should always keep a distance because even though they are doing an aggressive display and like there's no physical contact between either of you, she has to expend a lot of energy doing that display it's, it's what we call is very costly to the animal. And she also had to leave her babies too, so protect, potentially exposing them to other predators. But really the display was like so impressive and so probably draining for her that it could it impact her ability to hunt later on. So that's something that people should, should keep in mind whenever they see animal babies that going closer towards them will freak the mom out. And I always like to say any animal can be dangerous if it wants to be. Um, like I did a lot of uh, research around schools actually. I worked with kids setting up camera traps around schools and they would always ask me what animal I was scared of the most. And I would say the, the Canada goose. <laughs> if you ever see a Canada goose with babies, they definitely hiss at you and they can go after you. A lot of people wanted to know actually uh, if you have a cat at
1: home. I don't have cats. I have a little dog.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised since you thought they were bobcats that you would still approach, go closer, because I have, I have four rescue cats and they can be really nasty when they want to be too. And I think of a bobcat, I mean, they're not huge cats, but they're definitely bigger than house cats. So I think of them as definitely being able to, to mess you up as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. I've actually <laughs> learned that now that bobcats can actually be very aggressive animals. But I just I've had two encounters so far in my trail running, and it's been a very far distance. Like it's been like within fifteen twenty feet from the trail, and I've recently posted a video actually of one of my encounters on my Instagram, I'm just kind of saying, "Hey, look, this is what I thought it was," type deal. And it's yeah, I zoom in and you just tell it's a bob and so the ears and stuff. So it's kind of cool. But yeah, so you're right. I definitely. Shouldn't approach to the babies, but yeah in the in my thought process was like I'm just heading down seven, seven miles in my trail, my yeah. trail running and just kind of heading down that way and most wildlife just runs away. guess it's something I don't necessarily think about when I'm on the trail
0: wildlife runs away or that it might not run away
1: it might not run away
0: yeah actually i my trail is very different than your trail. I have a greenway near my house, and oh. the animals are so used to people they're our deer, I know exactly like where they go. And I have two dogs and my dogs will be barking like crazy at the deer. And they just stand and look at us. And we're just like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet away from them. Like they just don't oh. care. <laughs> they, know, they know that I have them on leashes. So what do you think that people took away from this video?
1: Well, one is obviously we kind of need to take, probably what they took away is like animals are dangerous, to be honest with you. Most did people you read don't have-
0: comments about like people wanting the mountain lion dead did you see anything like that or is there is there like talk in your community of, of going out and killing that mountain lion?
1: I've heard of people saying that's what could happen. I haven't heard of anything happening when I talked to the wildlife guys they said they went out and tried to track it down for a little bit to see where it could have gone mm-hmm. and they said they didn't find anything they did they have set up some cameras. To see if they can see it later on. I I hope they don't go kill it. That's a sweet animal.
0: Yeah. Why I'm yeah. Why did they set up can, cameras just to maybe monitor it? Because it's so close to the trail with other people.
1: Possibly the people that were setting up the cameras actually the Mountain Lion Foundation.
0: Oh, okay. So then they're definitely on the side of the mountain lion. <laughs> I
1: actually <laughs> took the Mountain Lion Foundation up there today to kind of show them where I where I was and stuff.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah, so they're probably they're probably actually maybe really interested in the in the kittens as well, and and watching them grow up.
1: Next, I heard it's like not common to get kittens on the cameras.
0: It's not is common. Yeah, actually, I guess so. It's not because we have. So I'm I'm part of the eMammal project, which is we're basically a large database of camera trap photos, and we run a lot of our own camera trap projects, and we have. My projects take place in Suriname and Mexico, and then other people's projects take place in the Western United States. So we do see mountain lions on the camera traps, but yeah, I guess I haven't seen—I don't think I've seen any babies actually. So, but but in I work with, like I said, I work with schools, and the and in Suriname, I our camera traps are in a very small protected area, so it's actually pretty surprising that we had mountain lions there. So maybe that's why but but yeah no I, I haven't seen them on camera trap we have had Bob Bobcat kittens though on oh, cool. on camera traps but they're but they're a lot more common sense. So somebody I asked for, I asked for people for questions and mm-hmm. someone or a couple of people wanted to know have you done anything to learn more about cougars and their threats
1: it kind of like following the video after it posted and I saw like the good and the bad comments of happening I was like thinking Talking to my wife, I was like, "Hey, what what am I gonna do to kind of make this into a positive experience? Hopefully, people can learn from it because, yeah, I mean, especially being a trail runner, I really didn't know too much about Mm -hmm. mountain lions. I knew they existed, but I didn't know kind of everything about them. So what I did was actually contact Mountain Lion Foundation and the Cougar Conservancy, and kind of set some stuff up with them. On my website, I'm actually made a website selling some shirts, and a lot of those profits are going towards those guys." towards those nonprofits to kind of help hopefully yeah, do some better research and hopefully point a lot of people in a better direction to learn more about wildlife and what they can do to help save wildlife or maintain wildlife.
0: And what, what was the reaction to you? Like, like how did those organizations respond to uh, this video going viral?
1: So I've heard a lot of different things saying, obviously a lot of people would have preferred me not to post a video if I would have known how much it would have blown up, yeah, maybe I wouldn't have, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but that's going to the past and we're over and past that now. Right. So I know for sure, I don't know exactly for sure, but yeah, there's been different comments saying, yeah, shouldn't have posted a video. You should have just kind of kept it to yourself, this and that, but there's always what you could have and should have done, I guess, with any instance.
0: Do you regret posting the video?
1: I don't regret posting the video. I know people can learn from it. I think a lot of biologists, i correct me if I'm wrong, I've talked to other biologists and they're like amazed by the video of like how long she followed me for and her bluff charges and everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is really incredible. I don't think I've ever seen a, a video like that. Although I haven't particularly searched for that. I'm sure stuff like that exists out there. But yeah, I've certainly never seen a mountain lion act like that. And, yeah, hopefully we can use it as a learning opportunity. And and that's what I'm trying to do here and encourage people, mm-hmm. especially because we're in such a selfie culture where people – want to not only see wildlife, but get pictures of, or even just take pictures of wildlife. They want to be in the pictures to kind of prove that they're there with them. And for lots of animals, it's just really not worth it. Because as I mentioned before, they get stressed out, they get harassed. There's cases where animals even die. There's There were some beach incidences where people caught a baby dolphin and they were like all posing and taking selfies with it and it died cuz they put their finger in the blowhole so oh, wow. it suffocated i know so it was really terrible so hopefully we can get some more information out about it one thing um, i do think maybe you can do now in and, and you know you can't take down your video, or e- even if you did take it down, there's tons of um, okay. yeah, exactly. There's tons of people who have their own version of it out there. But one thing you could do for your YouTube video is I did notice your your title is Cougar Attack, and and you say that mountain lion stalks me. You could change that that title to be you know something like mama cougar <laughs> defends her kittens after I stumbled across them and you might even want to put cards in YouTube I don't know if you've ever done that before but they're like little notifications so so when people are watching the video they pop up and, and people can read them because a lot of people don't read or I don't know I'm assuming a lot of people don't read the description and yeah. you do you do point that out in the description but yeah that's that's maybe something else you could do
1: yeah, definitely. I'm definitely getting the hang of all the YouTube stuff. I actually had a buddy help me post it, so.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty new to YouTube too. I've only been doing it for a year, and I keep I keep learning. Maybe a little bit over a year. What do you think? Um, do you, are there any other misconceptions or errors that you found people said from the video besides like stalking or It's so Like people thought like the mountain lion was really trying to hunt you.
1: Yeah, I've heard. Almost everything and anything you can think of, right? What I should have done, what I could have done differently. And yeah, maybe if I was the perfect person, maybe I could have handled it a lot differently. But yeah, I make mistakes. So yeah, I can't say if I would have done anything differently just because I know that, yeah, at least the kitten is alive, uh, the mama cougar is alive and hopefully back with her with her kittens.
0: yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people are, you know, they just jump to conclusions. And I'm sure a lot of people honestly would have probably reacted worse than you did in, in that situation. At least you did back up slowly and, and yell. So, yeah, again, if that ever does happen to any of you in the wild, really what you're supposed to do with predators is, is, is walk slowly, keep eye contact with them, and make yourself look big, clap your hands, yell at them. And talk to them too, which is which is what you did. So are you are you still running then in on this trail?
1: Yes, I am. Sorry, my headphones kind of went out on me, disconnected.
0: It's okay. You can just keep talking. Um,
1: okay. Yeah, I have gone back to the trail. I love running the trail. It's, it hasn't scared me away. Like you said, cougar encounters are very, very uncommon. Really, now it's just kind of just being more cautious on when I see wildlife. And hopefully when yeah. I do see wildlife, I can make more loud sounds when I'm running, kind of scruffing my feet down maybe just to see if I can scare them away before I get close to them.
0: Have a lot of people associated you with the video because you're, you, you don't show your face in the video. So have a lot of people like realized it is you?
1: And no, Hang on. It's, it's gone both ways just because, yeah, you only see my face in the video for a very short time the only reason people have kind of recognized it to me is because of how many uh, news stations have posted my face everywhere. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I give you credit for not being scared because after I was charged by elephants, I was like, I was scared of them and I studied them. So I was embarrassed. (laughs) I was like scared to go, but the elephants in the, in the, in the park that I studied them, they were notorious for being aggressive and actually last two podcast episodes ago, I, I talked about my, my, one of my charges and one of my other crazy experiences. But I remember I talked to this elephant researcher, or he was just, a, he actually, he did study elephants, but he studied just more of the wildlife in Gabon in general. And I told him I was an elephant biologist, but I'm really scared of the elephants. And he's like, you know, people in low pay, they either have like one of two reactions. They either like run from the elephants and they get excited and it's like an adrenaline high for them and they get like addicted to it or <laughs> they are scared out of their mind. So I i was in the latter latter category. I was scared. But I did go back for a second field season and I did complete it. Awesome. Like I said, it's, it's hard when you can't run. When you can run, it's, it's much easier. I've, I've, I've always been scared of seeing a gorilla in the wild when I worked in Gabon because they're not habituated. They're very wild. And if you see one, you can't run and you have to crouch down and pretend you're eating leaves so that you can be very submissive to them. Yeah. So that happened actually to one of my, another researcher there. So he had this, this, this gorilla stayed with them for like an hour, but yeah, if you like make any sudden wrong moves, they can, they can attack you pretty badly.
1: Uh, Yeah. Gorilla. I think that'd be more scary than a cougar.
0: Yeah. Or bears too. I've known people who have studied bears, especially grizzly bears in, in the West. I can't remember where, but yeah, they do a lot of false charges and you have to just like stand still and they come up to you and they sniff you and i mean i can't even imagine but in general there's, there's very few animals out there that like will actively hunt and want to kill people the only ones that i know about are really polar bears that's the only one i've heard that like they'll actually like go out and try to seek people out but most other animals if there is deadly or potentially deadly interaction it's usually because like one didn't know the other one was there and even for predators like in in uh kenya there's this this famous story of these man-eating lions because it's actually really rare for for lions to to eat men and they thought it was because they were older and they couldn't hunt as well and then they like somehow acquire the taste for it but yeah so people out there you don't you don't have to be scared of wildlife or mountain lions but if you do see babies then then be cautious slowly though back up slowly don't run don't turn your back and don't run do you do you have anything else that you wanted to get out there that you wanted to tell um the world there's people all over the world that listen to this podcast and watch this channel
1: yeah for sure like I know I've kind of said this, but I hope we can actually take the video and make it a positive experience. I know there's a lot of things, a lot of negative out there, but that's with anything. So, as long as we can take it, kind of learn from this, yeah, and yeah, use the video for our advantage almost and kind of say, okay, look, look how this happened and hopefully be better at kind of human and animal interactions. And so, I hope that goes a lot. I hope with me doing these types of podcasts and these types of like interviews with people will get that message across.
0: And are you in a really rural area of Utah like where you were running is it pretty rural around there?
1: Yeah, Provo's pretty big and I was only t- 2 miles from the trailhead so it's mm-hmm. a very popular area to go especially when you're only going 2 miles up. That's Yeah. pretty pretty common for a lot of people that do go up that trail.
0: Yeah, and for for mountain lions, at least in the United States, they do live closely with people. Like they live ri- like literally right outside of LA. There's a I don't know if you've seen that image, but there's a famous image of a mountain lion that was studied, and it was caught in this camera trap in front of the Hollywood sign. There's a Hollywood sign in in the background.
1: Is that the uh, two?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the 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 number yeah the number that they gave it yeah so so there are I mean and and it's really amazing because they so they track the animal they have a they have a collar on it they know where all the locations are and it's really quite amazing like how close the mountain lions get to people because there's people that recreate in that area all the time but like you know no one sees it so so they are out there they probably see you but (laughs) you don't see them and that can that can be a good thing
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We don't. We all know what happens when the mountain lion sees you.
0: <laughs> well, it can it can work out if, if it sees you from a distance, and it doesn't always have to be that close. Yeah, for
1: sure. But
0: wow, when, I mean, what an incredible experience! You'll know, if you have kids, you can definitely tell them this, and well, and show them the video. Do you have any yeah. questions for me or any wildlife biologists out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know. I mean, I kind of heard you in your your YouTube video that you posted is, yeah, obviously not go closer to the kittens. But if we're going in that direction, do we just stop, especially for people that don't know what they are, what could we do better as hikers and trail runners, like to kind of stop these situations from happening?
0: Yeah. So uh, basically you just want to like make sure the animal leaves the area as best as you can. So I, were they like, were they, you know, just situated right by the trail or were they crossing the trail or w- what was, what was going on? Did they, you said they started to scatter in the different directions?
1: Yeah. So when I approached like, when, cause I was coming down, actually there's a hill mm-hmm. and you see the, the hill I'm going up in the video. So I'm running down that. So I kind of like came to a, a, a halt once I saw them. And once I kind of see that, once that I kind of stopped, yeah, there's rocks falling, kind of like rocks in the, mm-hmm. the dust and stuff. And that's when the two Cubs went, one went left and one went right. And there's still two more Cubs and that's when one didn't see me. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so I, I mean, the best case situation, honestly, is probably for you to back up and leave the area for a little bit and then maybe come back really slowly. And when you come back, like, make a lot of noise. Like like even in bear country, they recommend people sing to themselves and talk to themselves when they're hiking so that the animal has a lot of warning that you're coming. But yeah, ideally you might have wanted to back up slowly and maybe waited ten, wait 10 15 minutes, maybe even longer and give the ch- animals a chance to to vacate the area. If if they're not moving and you don't have to go that way, then obviously I wouldn't do that. If you absolutely do have to go that way, I would try to go around them as far as I possibly could. And again, make noise the whole time, clap your hands and and watch them the whole time as well and okay. make sure that they're, they're not you know, starting to come towards you. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. Cool. Another question I had was, I've, I, a lot of people have told me to get bear spray. Does bear spray hurt animals?
0: Good question. I mean, I think it temporarily impacts them. I don't, I don't think it hurts them long-term because they wouldn't have, um that they wouldn't have the spray to like kill bears on an instant. But I'm not sure of the effects on other animals. I'm sure it's just a temporary sting, kind of like mesas for us. I mean, honestly, though, I just think your chances of interacting with a mountain lion are just yeah. so, so rare that most people don't have to worry about it. But but again, yeah, it would probably if it makes you feel safer, then then go ahead and do it. But yeah, it's just so, so rare. You're more likely yeah. to interact it's, with a bear. Yeah,
1: <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, that you, can, way.
0: you can definitely do it.
1: Yeah, what I've thought about now is I'm just going to be carrying a whistle.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea too.
1: I, I was a lifeguard when I was a lot younger. And so there's like the, the Fox 40 whistles and they're, they're loud things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea and something really easy to, to carry.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I was carrying with me at the time was just my handheld water bottle and it's strapped to my hand. And that's kind of what I had my phone in and my goo, some extra calorie thing. And yeah, so I mean, I think mm-hmm. a whistle would be very easy to clip on there.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, cool. And and thanks again for letting me talk to you and help spread the word that these are some amazing cats. And mountain lions are actually, they're they're common in the United States. They're not an endangered species or anything, but like all predators, they're more vulnerable to to declines and, and local extinctions. So we do have to learn to live with them. And I'm really glad that you learned from this experience and that you're, you're um, interested in, in promoting the conservation of these animals.
1: Yeah, thanks. thanks for having me. I'm glad you were able to talk to me.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you once again to Kyle for this educational interview. I think it's always important to remember that, like Maya Angelou said, when we know better, we do better. So I really appreciate Kyle taking the opportunity to come on the podcast and have a chat with me and to learn more about wildlife. I really want to take the time also to thank you guys so much for listening. And I really mean that. I'm not just saying it in a, a rote way This really is what I want to do in my life. I really feel like this is my calling to integrate my knowledge of wildlife and my love of the public and my love of getting the public engaged and excited about our natural world. And I'm just so thrilled that people actually listen to this podcast and If you like this podcast, I encourage you to share episodes with it, with friends, especially today's episode, where people um, who live in areas where there are mountain lions or other predators can really learn from it. Because we as humans need to do a better job of living alongside wildlife on this planet. And more and more, really almost all areas of the world animals live alongside us and there's no longer this big separation between us and them and so much of their survival depends on how we interact with them and ensure their survival so the species doesn't go extinct. So we really need to learn how to get along with wildlife, how to take care of wildlife. If you want to help mountain lions and ensure their conservation, you can donate to the Mountain Lion Foundation. They do research and advocacy for mountain lions and they're found at mountainlion.org. I'll also put the website in the show notes. And if you care about animals as much as I do, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared my podcast and also if you could review it. I would be so grateful because these reviews really help it boost, go up into the ratings and then let other people find these important messages about wildlife. So if you could take just a few seconds out of your day and rate this podcast, I would be so thankful for you. So thanks again. And I love hearing from you guys. So catch me on social media at fancy scientists, send me messages. Let me know what you think about the podcast. If you have show ideas, I love hearing from you. Thanks so much. I hope you have an amazing day. Be nice to each other, especially during this election season when things are getting heated and be nice to animals, of course, too. Bye.